Yo, what's going on, Anchor? This is Zid Raw. This is Otaku Beef. And I got to be straight with you guys. I'm not feeling so hot today. I am having a little bit of a rough go of things uh, for the moment. So I'm trying to do some stuff that can kind of ease my mind, take my mind off things, get me into the right state of mind. I had uh, recently sat in in this big group discussion. They were talking about mental health and how you kind of have to take care of uh, yourself, clear your mind, decompress. And holy shit, was <laughs> everything that I experienced last night. I'm deciding to cash in that card, take a moment, readjust, decompress, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to go and get some video game movies, which I'm actually kind of excited about because because I've been so busy, so busy for so many freaking months. I haven't really been able to see everything that I wanted to see um, when it first came out. And it wasn't because of a lack of desire, just busy. I missed when my when uh, when my homies went to see the Warcraft movie, which I'm sure and I heard is really bad. I missed the Assassin's Creed movie, which I heard is really bad. And I thought it would be a pretty fun time to kind of uh, get those movies and talk about them. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be available because I'm not really going to do any like deep searching. You know what I'm saying? If those movies aren't available, maybe I'll see Logan. And um, then I'm probably going to go see Wonder Woman. These are all movies I have not seen. And it's blowing my mind that I haven't seen them simply because I've been so caught up and kind of doing my own thing. So I'm going to see those. And then in between seeing those, I'm going to finish this instrumental uh, because no matter what, I am going to stay on goal of putting out one song, one song uh, every single week. Because in the beginning, it looks like you can't do it. Or it looks like it doesn't matter. I was actually having a conversation with my friend where he was wanting to make some uh, some videos, right? Really smart guy, really funny guy. And he's like, man, I just really want to make these funny videos. I'm like, cool. Well, let's get started. And he was like, yeah, but if I make the video and then people watch it and say it's a, like a hit and everybody likes it, then they're going to be like, where's the second video? And if there's no second video, they're going to leave. I'm like, yeah, they're going to leave today. But if you put up another video that's good, they're going to be like coming back or you'll get new people. Like he's worried about not being able to put up five videos at the same time, which you don't really have to do. You have to put up a lot of content, but you He's, he's talking himself out of, he's talking himself out of succeeding, in my opinion. And obviously, I feel like he's going to be a big success and he's going to do big things. I just, I just don't want 
everybody to kind of get caught up in what you can't do and what, oh, I'm not going to be able to uh, be an instant celebrity or an instant star. I shouldn't start. And I think that's kind of the, the, the holdup that a lot of people have. And meanwhile, I'm just like, go, 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 push, make, do, make, do, because you're just better off for it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just going to show by example. I put out a song. It's probably not even going to hit iTunes and stuff for another week because I think that the first thing to get the ball rolling takes takes about a week. And then this week I'm going to put out another song. And then we're just going to keep it going again and again and again. But the whole point of me saying that, is that what I'm going to do to get my head right? Is that... And I'm going to watch these shitty movies. Hey, what's going on? This is Zid Raw with Otaku Beef. Z-I-D-R-A-V-V. And I'm actually leaving my pickup for the movie that I decided to get. So I'm definitely going to see Wonder Woman. But I'm going to see that later in the afternoon. Um, That's one that I felt like. I've been wanting to see for a long time, but because of circumstances and because of whatever, it just wasn't happening. So I'm definitely going to see that. But for now, I'm going to watch a shitty video game movie, Warcraft. And I'm actually pretty excited for this movie for a lot of reasons. One, it's starring the actor who is in Vikings. And if you guys had listened to any of my podcasts uh, episodes a couple of days ago I, I did a little talking about how Vikings is one of the best shows on TV that not enough people are watching that shocked the hell out of me with its quality and the guy who plays Ragnar Lothbrook plays the main human in uh, he plays the main human in Warcraft it doesn't mean it's going to be good but it's nice seeing the actors that you like in other projects. Uh, In addition to that, I was a little bit of a World of Warcraft player. Very little. I never played the actual Warcraft games, which are uh, real-time strategy games for the PC, but I remember watching my friend back in college was showing me Warcraft 3, and he's like, look at this kind of semi-old game and it's fun and it's dynamic and everything. And I ended up getting into a couple of real-time strategy games. Not many. That's not really my thing. I like more of the Baldur's Gate-style action down game. But obviously Skyrim, Dragon's Dogma, that's that's my preferred uh, way to do things. So, in addition to that, I did play a little bit of World of Warcraft. And it feels like it's been for forever because like I remember let me put on my let me put on my old man gamer hat. But I really remember when there was no like MMO wasn't like just a standard thing. Like it's like how people are gonna talk about Overwatch how MOBA wasn't just like a standard thing. That's how I remember it. Where there was like some MMOs and we're like, this is some cool landscape. There was EverQuest. There was Dark Age of Camelot. And then 
a couple of random betas, but then they were like, hey, this World of Warcraft game is going to be really cool. You should definitely check it out. And then when the beta hit, it like broke the servers. No one could really get in because there was just so many people and they weren't really prepared for the uh, volume that they were going to have to deal with. Well, I didn't play any of the beta. But I want to say after everything quieted down, I was like, all right, let me give this a try. I have a really good computer. Let me see what's going on. So I went made a made a, a night elf hunter or something. And then I was off exploring. And I'll tell you what, that game, that game was a, was, was a lot of fun. I'm not the, the type of person that did that does raids. That just doesn't interest me. Um, achievement, achievements and acting on the same information over and over and over again, going to the same dungeons over and over and over again, I find to be a little bit boring. I like to kind of go and try to experience something new, whether it's new or not, but where the perception is that it's new, which is why I lean more towards... Uh, single-player RPGs. Plus, I don't like waiting on people so that I can play. I don't like having to sit around trying to get a party. There's tons of tons of reasons where it's not really for me, and I can and, and it almost makes sense because my personality type is super introverted. That I like kind of, and I'm I'm, I'm one of those independent people. Like I really like being able to do things on my own. So. I wasn't the biggest player, but I definitely played it enough to where it has like a little bit of a special place in my heart. But at the same time, I wasn't like diehard, hardcore fan. I had a bunch of alts and stuff like that, and I played it for a good amount of time. And I'll bet you if I was able to log in or pull up my old account, I could get back in the game. But I only played vanilla World of Warcraft when uh, the first... Um, expansion happened which I think was Cataclysm I was already done with it and I was like no I just don't have the time I'm trying to achieve I'm trying to write at the time I was working on my books I didn't want to get sucked back in because it was a big big major commitment to play those games especially when if I was being honest I wasn't having the best my, my best times simply because I want I like to I like to explore and wander off and that game is not really built for that where if you explore into an area you're not supposed to you you're going to die period because the game kind of arbitrarily keeps you into different locations you know rightly so so that you can go after the content that's appropriate for your level um and I think that's kind of how it should be I'm not saying any of this is bad. I'm just saying, like, for myself, that wasn't really my preference. And in addition to that, uh, finding teams, man. I almost felt like I should have just been, like, a priest just so I could guarantee I would get in a team. If you were a, um, a rogue, you could get in a team sometimes, but it's like you had to, like, have friends, know people because there's so many rogues. And same with the hunter. They were like, well, we'd rather have a rogue. So I did like a lot of hunter stuff because you could like get a pet and kind of go off on your own and things like that. Like it was, it was pretty wild. Um, 
pretty wild with that game. Uh, what else? What was I going to say? Yeah, so I think I'm at a little bit of an advantage when it comes to World of Warcraft um, to some extent. And I'm about to tell you why. So, because I was so new with... Not new, but because I don't have those super deep attachments to the game. And because because I was I would be considered, even though I had like... A, a mid mid-range level character for the time i would still be considered more more casual than like the hardcore raiders like i was a decent pve guy and i made some friends and i joined a i joined a guild and everything but as far as raiding i never did and because it's been so long ago for me my memory of what's going on in the game isn't super super strong like i don't like I legitimately I legitimately just don't remember a lot of stuff from the game and I think that that's going to be to my advantage because when I watch this movie I don't have any expectations other than what it should kind of look like what the human characters should look like what the orcs should look like I don't think they're going to be doing any of the extras. They're not going to be doing elves and uh, other things like that. I think it's just going to be humanity versus the orc culture. So maybe, maybe because of my uh, lack of attachment. Oops, hold on one second, y'all. I'm not going to be able to hear this. <laughs> my bad, y'all. My bad. My bad. I tell you what, man, life sure is random. But anyway, maybe it's because of my lack of attachment. I'll be more willing and open to see a story that doesn't really follow the history or the lore. And I'm more... I'm more willing to uh, allow them to kind of do their own thing. Spread their legs, branch out, so forth, etc. I think so. So... That's probably why I think I'm gonna get a kick out of this film. I don't think it's gonna be good. I think I may still like it, but I've always been big on, it's not about whether it's good or bad, it's about if it's satisfying. And I think we confuse our own personal satisfaction with quality a lot of the time. So we'll see if this story or if this spectacle is satisfying. Gonna watch this Blu-ray, gonna get my mind right. Thank you for listening to Otaku Beef. I'm Zid Razia, D-R-A-W-V. And as promised, I'm watching the Warcraft movie. And if you listen to my previous description earlier, you can see all of my history with World of Warcraft, my association of being a semi, semi-committed, lightly committed uh, player. Um, so that's where I'm coming from and I'm going to just start talking about it because I, I want to get into it and spoil it and all that stuff. So like always, if you don't want to hear spoilers for the Warcraft movie, which came out last year, something like that, um, go ahead and tune out. Uh, I'll be back with different topics after that. So anyway, let's get right into it. The guy playing who's Ragnar Lothbrook. 
He's basically playing Ragnar Lothbrok from Vikings, but in this movie with shittier dialogue. But he sells it because he's like a really good actor, and you can just tell. Like he's acting circles around all these people. And the guy who's like the the mage, he um he's delivers his dialogue horribly. It's not good. And I don't know whose choices that were where like something crazy would happen and he would be like Guardian, like really like laid back. But anyway, all the stuff with the orcs, it's not so much story as like it almost feels like this is the greatest World of Warcraft trailer I've ever seen. The animations are just ridiculous. They're off the charts. The character models are brilliant. The expressiveness, just beautiful to look at. The colorization of the movie is really on point. What they're doing is they're actually they're actually like basically imitating the color scheme of the game. So rather than trying to make it look dark and gritty, they're going with lush and vibrant. Now the costumes, some of them feel a bit silly because you start realizing when you see real people wearing this giant armor, like you know how in the game like the shoulder pads, like the pauldrons would be these tall giant like spires that are like several inches over the, the guy's head with these massive like um, massive gauntlets and these massive uh, boots and then you're just like this is cool in the game but then in real life you're just like how is he moving um, and so far the story is not it's not that good I don't really care about any of the characters but it's so just I love how faithful they are to the games there's mounts there's fast travel there's um, well not fast travel you know get on your mount and let it fly to another part of the city. The CGI mixed with real life, it's really standing out for me. So, when you see something incredibly CG, like a wolf jumping in, and then like the real world, it looks crazy fake. And they just didn't quite get their blending down. Um, <laughs> what else? That some of the, some of like the blending is horrible. Like, He's like flying on his mount with a guy in tandem and they're, they're, the Pegasus is soaring or the Griffin is soaring, but <laughs> it looks like they were using like the, low, the footage of Paramount Mountains and he's flying over that and it just looks so fake and not good. Oh, that was hilarious. Um, I think a lot of the acting is not great. I think the problem isn't so much the direction. I think it's the script and they're kind of doing the best they can with what they have. I don't know why they, for having that much money and that much attention and how, and the excitement of people are wanting this movie, I don't understand how they can just, how do you not know to try and have, if they had a semi-decent script, like how do you not know to get a decent script? The script can just be okay. And all of a sudden, you have a franchise. You have Harry Potter. You have Transformers. It only it doesn't even have to be amazing, but this is like... It starts off with this like narration, this like shitty... Uh, this weird-looking battle. It looks like a trailer for World of Warcraft, and it's blowing my mind. So let me watch some more, and I'll get back to y'all. Yeah.
Oh my god, this movie is dragging. Holy shit. There's all this, like, revelatory moments and all this, like, I can't believe this is happening. This is amazing. So forth and so on. And it is boring the piss out of me. There's this... Oh, that's right. Spoilers, Warcraft, etc. There's this romance plot that came out of nowhere that I don't really understand. Where uh, Ragnar Lothbrok's character, he starts falling in love with the orc lady. And it doesn't really make any sense to me. I don't know really how that happened or if this is real. At first, the guy was like... The guy was like... Oh, um, she, they, the orcs were summoned from this side, and I'm thinking that it's like the big arch wizard guy who's summoning the orcs, but then I'm like, wait, did he summon the orcs here because he was in love with this girl because he gave her a flower made of magic, and then he sent her over to Ragnar Lothbrook, so he got to fuck her, so I was like, well, maybe, was he working for him, and now I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, uh, back though the fighting in this is so cool looking and i think it's because they just know how to make those computer cgi animations work i have a feeling and i really don't know that the people who helped work on the computer generated info for this are the same people that do the trailers and the cgi cinematic scenes for the actual video game that's probably why it's so well done um Though, it looks like they're standing in fields of, like, nothing. They should have... They should have just made this a 3D animated movie like Moana. Everything would have fit a little bit better. They could... The, the, the humans and the CGI orcs would have meshed better. I mean, this isn't, ta- this isn't just, like, one character like the Hulk inside all this other realistic stuff and everyone else is interacting with real stuff. This is, like... Half of the cast is computer generated, so it's hard as hell for them to do in a way that's going to be satisfying to my eyes. Um, there are these moments in this like glowy mist where the giant archmage, or I guess the big time archmage, he makes like this cage of lightning to kind of protect them from any more orcs, but then half the soldiers are caught outside of it, including uh, Ragnar Lothbrok's son, who I'm just going to call Bjorn, because I don't remember any of the character names for any of the characters on this movie, but it's a good looking, like, no, it's a faithful looking movie. This movie looks like the game. It really does, and I think in terms of the visual style and quality, they're killing that in terms of, yeah, I could definitely say this, see this and be like, yeah, this feels like a Warcraft, World of Warcraft movie. And some of the shots feel like little scenes from the game where there's like these overhead camera shots and you see like dots of orcs mining and chipping away and how outlandish everything looks. So it certainly fits aesthetically and I'm 100% feeling it. I think that the visuals and everything works. The story is trash. It's not It's not good. It's not entertaining. It's not holding my interest. I have like two devices with me just in case where I'm like, well, maybe if I get bored, and I'm getting bored a lot. The dialogue is almost pointless because 
I have no stake in any of the characters. There's like betrayals going on and there's love and there's romance and they're all very serious. But because I don't know who these people are, I'm just sitting here finding myself waiting for it to end. And I'm kind of taking my time. I had to take a phone call earlier. Um, so uh, I'm kind of having to watch it in pieces. But every time I come back and they try to be serious, I'm just like, oh, hurry up, yawn. And then when they just don't care and they're just like, we're going to go full CGI video game on your ass. I'm like, yes, give me more of this. So that doesn't make this a good movie by any means, but there's some parts which I'm enjoying just because I'm like, this reminds me of the game. And this reminds me of the game. So uh, I stopped now. He's about to, I guess, throw the wizards in a giant pool of magic mana that's like spiraling upwards. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. This movie is over the top and not great, but I'm having fun with it. Hi. I'm Zid Raw, Z-I-D-R-A-W, on almost all channels, Zid Raw. And we're watching the World of Warcraft movie called Warcraft. And it's spoiler-filled, so I'm just breaking down what, I, what I'm seeing, what I feel. I'm probably going to watch some anime, do the same thing after this. Just kind of having fun today, because I was having a really shitty morning, terrible night. And trying to do something to make myself feel better. Like the saying always goes, you need to put yourself in the position to get your mind right. For all us thinkers out there who don't prioritize our feelings, sometimes you need to. So anyway, I really wanted to talk about the bad guy. So the bad guy is this one orc who at first I thought he was like a like a necromancer or a, um, what do you call it, witch doctor? One, one of those. And he had this power where he can drain life energy from creatures and then imbue it in other creatures. And uh, it's called the Fell, which I guess is something from the games. Maybe it's from the Wrath of the Lich King or maybe it's from the most recent um, incarnation. I don't really know. I just know that it reminds me a lot of, uh, of uh, Dragon Age Origins, which... They kept talking about um, the taint, and uh oh, gotta be careful because the taint is upon us. And this one dude, I remember he was like, I just couldn't get over. They kept saying the taint over and over again. It was throwing me off. But anyway, so this guy, he's such a mustache twirling, just bad guy, bad guy. There's no depth to his character. Like, we can't go two seconds without seeing him do something evil like he's sitting in his throne like made of bones and like bricks and skulls and there's like a half dead human chained to the neck and as he's talking he casually like opens his hand and drains some energy and the human's like ah and he like does it again and drains more energy and I'm just laughing my ass off because I'm just like this is the most one dimensional character in the entire movie that I can't take him seriously like he's such a video game character where it's like he's evil because it helps the story that we have someone who's evil so that we can go against someone now as I just figured out the last in the last segment the uh I guess the person who did bring them over was the the big wizard because when as soon as they put him in the pool of mana he was like oh I'm the one that I think I've 
I think I brought the orcs over. I think the fell is upon me. And then he starts draining people too. So it's like we have a two-part evil, evil in humans and evil in orcs. But then there's good in orcs and good in humans too. And speaking of the humans, the human king, I'm just not buying him. I don't know why. And it's probably just my own personal bias. But he just doesn't feel kingy to me. Maybe, and it, it, it can't, I feel like it's the casting. I'm not really sure. Like, this is something that I'm not an expert on because, like, sometimes it'll just be the performance. But it's like sometimes I, I think it's the casting. Like, I remember in Ender's Game, the guy that they got to uh, play Bonso Madrid, it just didn't work for me. He's supposed to be like this big bad bully. And they just kind of hired this short guy who makes like a mean face. He's way shorter than Ender. And I was just like, this is distracting because the casting feels weird. Like, he's probably a good actor. He's probably great in the room. They probably really like him. And then they were just like, well, we'll just put him in the movie. And they're like, we'll give him to this character. But the character they picked didn't suit him. And I wish there was like a Tarantino to be like, I just want to wait and see who's good for what part. Because that ends up with better stuff. So that's how I feel about The King. Um, I like how the how much diversity is in this, actually. And it's not even in a distracting way. It reminds me, I'm, I'm looking at it as if these are people playing a video game. And in the video game, everybody designs an avatar that kind of looks like themselves or one that they just want to fantasize and role play in. So there's all this diverse cast. There's like Asian, black, uh, half orc, half human, human, blonde, like all this stuff. It's all different. And for whatever reason, it works in this world because this world is like a, a fictitious fantasy, not based on reality at all, based on our own identity. So, yeah, killer. Thank you for listening to Otaku Beef. I'm Zid Raw, Z-I-D-R-A-V-V. I just finished the Warcraft movie and, <laughs> yo, it was the best looking video game I've seen in a while. And... It was stunning and dazzling. I can't believe how good those dwarves looked. The dwarves looked fucking amazing. There was even some night elves in there. I wasn't expecting to see them at all, but they actually threw them in. It was very faithful aesthetically to the canon of Warcraft. Now, story-wise, it was not that great. The character choices made no sense. The action or the reactions of their choices made even less sense. Again, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So, when they're trying to figure out what to do, I barely know what's going on. When they, the, finally the horde is coming in, they haven't pinned down, but then they're still overrun because the guardian dies. And somehow the king says, you have to kill me because that means that they'll stop fighting because they respect you. Or something, and I don't know what that means. I don't know why they stopped fighting, but he kills the king, and they're like, "Yes!" And so they start passing her over over their hands, like she's like just stage dove at a concert, and she's like crying and all this stuff. And I was like, "This makes no sense." And so Ragnar Lothbrok tries to save the king and king's body and bring him back, but then they stop him, and he has to have this fighting tournament and. He, he wins and they let him go. Now that made sense because they established that the rules of the Markov, the duel to the death, are sacred. And the winner, you know, 
victory is his and he gets to keep his life, etc. So that made sense. But just the motivations were weird. I don't really know what happened, but I like the fact that they had all these nods and winks to the video game. Like when the guy turned the guard into a sheep and he was like, what was that? He was like, oh, it only works on the simple minded. It only lasts about a minute. Let's go. That was funny. That was really funny. I was like, shout out to the crowd control spells. Um, pretty dope. Pretty dope. I really, I really thought that this was uh, had a lot of really cool looking stuff and a lot of really cool sounding stuff. But as far as like a story, the story was whack. Period. And I can't see myself giving this a positive rating. I can't see too many other people giving it a positive rating. And here's what's so funny. Every time I watch a movie, I immediately will then go listen to the review because I don't listen to reviews beforehand because I don't want my opinions to be swayed one way or another. I tend to kind of give my own perspective or draw my own conclusions. So I'm probably going to listen to a podcast uh, after this segment just because I need to take care of some stuff. But I'm going to sit, chill. And yeah, if you haven't seen this movie and you're a fan of the games, I think you'll get a kick out of it. If you are under the age of like 15 or 14, you'll probably get a little bit of a kick out of it just because of how big it is and the spectacle. You don't have as high standards yet as like a 25-year-old, 27-year-old who's really starting to engross himself in cinema. This movie is one of those ones where I think it could have been a lot better, but I also think it could have been a lot worse. I think that they did a really good job in terms of capturing how it's supposed to look. Um, I also don't know if that was the story of Lothar. Is he the king in World of Warcraft? And that was his like upcoming... Uh, his uprising, I don't know. I'm trying to look up the um, uh, the World of Warcraft characters really quick, but I don't think I'm, fi- I'm going to find them in time. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to figure out: is this their story? Was this actually what they were uh, what they were going for? Yeah, here you go. Major characters of WoW at the WoW Wiki. Let's hopefully we can get this in on time because I'm not going to do another segment. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely not going figure to figure this out at all because there's dragons and there's the Drini and there's the dwarves. I'm honestly just trying to get to the, uh, the humans. Elves, high elves, night elves, eternals. Titans, Forsaken, Valkyrie, Goblin, Humans, Anduin Lothar. Maybe that's him. (laughs) Shout out to the movie, y'all. Have fun. See you in a sec. Welcome to Otaku Beef. Once more, I am Zid Raw. I hope everybody is having a good evening or a good morning if you're on the other side of the globe. So, have myself... One of those times where I'm kind of getting my uh, my sanity back, working and focusing on a lot of different stuff. I was able to make a great um, first half of the song that I'm going to put out this next weekend. So I'm pretty psyched about that. And in addition to that, I was able to write the first verse. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to do two verses for the first. 
And then at the second half, when I do the change up of the song, I'm going to uh, make it bigger, make it a little bit brighter. And then the second verse, I'm going to do it in a different style, different flow pattern, but I don't really know yet. But I'm really trying to go in on all this. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it comes out pretty good. If not, then uh, the song after that will be good. You know, you just got to keep pushing. So I started up Dragon's Dogma again. As you guys know, every time I keep talking about RPGs, I keep coming back to that game, just mentioning all the different things that it does well. And I think I wanted to give it one big kind of push playthrough. So I started it up, started it completely over. And this is one of the things that it does bad, is that in Dragon's Dogma, because it's a Japanese title and they don't believe in freedom, um, or I guess autonomy in Japan, the way we do over here in the United States, you get one save file. So if you make that choice, well, that's what you gotta be forever. You can't have alt, you can't have alts, you can't have different saves. It's weird. It's a weird choice, especially with all the memory that these systems have. And I'm playing it on a 360, so I'm pretty sure for like the new features, for like the new ones, Dark Arisen and stuff, there's more space. You have it on the computer. I don't know why there's not multiple saves. Boggles the mind. Anyway, I'm really trying to play it completely different because every single time I've played through it, I've been either a rogue warrior, or I'm sorry, a rogue archer, or a shield and sword warrior. And I love the shield and sword warrior because in the original version, you can get Griffith's armor from Berserk. You can also get Guts armor, but uh, I tend to like more nimble characters than the super uh, big bulky type characters like Guts. So. First time I played through it and I found the armor and I wasn't expecting it so it was a surprise to me. I was like this just boosts the game by tenfold. It was such a little masterstroke and I was like oh I love this game. Um, and of course it has its problems and everything but I want to play through it from a different perspective. I'm aiming to be a magic knight. Uh, so I, I'm on my way to Grand Soren right now. I haven't used any of my skill points but I've been kind of slowly collecting them so that when I do get to Grand Soren, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to immediately change classes and then I'm going to have to buy all new equipment and then see how this goes. I always wanted to play it from this perspective or even from a mage, which I've never really played. Um, but so far it's fun. Right now I'm using magic, not really buying any spells, not really up in my game, but he's really, it's like easy mode so far. Like, the, you have the distance, and then you have the uh, the freaking spells. As long as you're safe, I'm just like dominating. I didn't realize how bad at aiming <laughs> and making decisions pawns were until I started using the magic myself. Pretty fascinating. So I'm having a lot of a lot of fun playing that. And um, there is something else I wanted to talk about, which is completely unrelated, like this show is. You know, and on Taku Beef. I'm an otaku. Uh, I have beef with stuff. Uh, what's beef? What, 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 what? That's beef. And I really was listening to some old reviews of DC uh, movies. So, like Marvel or Superman versus Batman. 
and specifically Suicide Squad. And I really want to give my take on Jared Leto as the Joker and why it really doesn't work. And it's all 100% Jared Leto and them just letting him Jared Leto all over this Jared Leto list role. So let me go ahead and give my little talk about Jared Leto as a Joker. And I think that this is a nice little thing to put a pin on it. As you guys know, I'm, I'm an aspiring storyteller in a lot of aspects. Before I started uh, writing music, I was writing books. And um, I'm actually planning on putting some of those books out, you know, in time. I have some that's, I have like one or two standalones that are ready now. They probably need a, a, a professional polish. And then I have a big series that I kind of want to try that I've been trying to kind of put together for some years now. But because of that, and because of my years in the trenches doing that, I've started to gain a little understanding about why certain things work and why things don't work. So Jared Leto as a Joker doesn't work. And the main reason is because he's not playing the Joker. He's playing his interpretation of what he thinks the Joker is. He's not even doing an adaptation of the character. What he is doing is he looks like somebody saw the character, doesn't know anything about Batman or the universe, and says, huh, so he does crazy stuff to Batman, he dresses weird, and he has his crazy laugh. Okay, so I'm gonna double down on the weird dressing and the wackiness, like, he dresses weird, I'll dress twice as weird. He had tattoos, I'll get real tattoos like on my hand, and we'll say ha 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 ha, and he goes all into style and all into the look and the appearance, not realizing that the outward aspects have nothing to do with what the character is on a fundamental level. And I think this is what the problem is going to be with the upcoming Death Note movie that's going to be on Netflix. When I look at the guy who's playing L, he's 100% committing to this role and going all in but it's more like he saw what what L looked like and he said okay he's a weird character he's weird looking so I'm just gonna make him extra weird and I'm gonna make him extra and but he's yelling and he's shouting it's not the quirkiness that makes him who he is so you can't just say, he's quirky, I know what quirky is, and go off. You have to be his version of quirky. You have to be the Joker's version of insane. Not Jared Leto's version. So, one of the things that makes the Joker so fascinating is because there's an argument that he's actually not insane. He's hyper-sane. And he's more able to disassociate himself from hangups that ordinary people have that get them to do things like go to a job, do things that they don't like, uh, meet with people that they don't appreciate, put up with things that make them unhappy. And he does none of that. And in fact, because of how 
he goes after Batman and in the way he does, he's almost on a mission to just enjoy and extend the chaos in somebody who is he sees basically as his opposite. Like that's his soulmate, Batman on the other on the other side of the spectrum. Jared Leto doesn't get it. And it's obvious in how he portrayed the character. It's like if you were looking at LeBron James and you were like, I know why he's such a great basketball player. Look, he's got on the shorts. He's got a headband on. uh, He's got shoes. He's wearing number 23. Okay, so you get all this stuff. You're like, okay, now I'm going to wear two headbands and I'm going to have shinier shoes and my shorts will be a little bit longer. And LeBron listens to one Kendrick Lamar song. I'll listen to three. So you should be as good a basketball player as LeBron James. But we all know that that's not the case. It's not what he's wearing or the appearance. It's the 20 plus years in the gym. That's the character. Deep dive. Alright guys, thanks for listening to Otaku Beef. I'm Zid Raw, Z-I-D-R-A-Double-V. Find me on all channels. Instagram, you can find me at Zid Raw the Wizard, where I'm just finding all kinds of crazy footage and these crazy things of these uh, incidents at Mad Men, of uh, different incidences on the red carpet. It's wild over there. Find me at uh, the Zid Raw on Twitter. You can find me on Snapchat at ZidRaw. And uh, check out my SoundCloud page, SoundCloud page, which has a bunch of old music, has my mixtapes. And it's also where I'm releasing my new stuff. The new stuff will soon be available uh, for purchase on iTunes and all the streaming sites and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, as always, I really appreciate you guys listening. I want to push you guys at the same time to go after whatever it is you want to go after. If you want to be a baker, fucking get a cookbook. Start learning how to make recipes. If you want to be a designer, start drawing outfits. Start putting stuff together. There is no time like the present. Everything is easier done than said. I swear to you guys, it's true. Because it's not the first thing you do. It's the hundredth thing you do that makes the difference. So, thanks for listening. I really, really appreciate it. I'm going to be talking about more nonsense. No bonus episode because there's no new episodes of Game of Thrones out yet. But look out for those too. Uh, Listen to me on Anchor or download this Otaku Beef session on the on the podcast app or on iTunes. Love, peace, serenity. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Beep.